Welcome to Meeple to Meeple, uniting players from around the world. A 30-minute exploration of PJ and Gallus' board game experiences from across both sides of the Atlantic. Each episode, they share their thoughts and opinions on the world of board games, including their favourite themes, games, hot topics, and much, much more. Hey, welcome back to part three of our Gen Con story. Uh, the finale is my story. And as always, I am PJ. I'm Gareth. And I am really excited to conclude this story. How are you, Gareth? I'm good. It's like the the epic finale. You know, the, <laughs> hi- the highlight of them all. I've been looking forward to uh, your anecdotes and your thoughts on your many days of Gen Con and you've I have you know, uh, worked really hard to keep my perspective and opinions to myself these past two weeks and just let the well, first week was the Instagram community and just let them tell their stories and then last week was we heard from designers um and this week's and now, all about you yeah all about PJ that maybe that's what I'm just going to call this episode that's oh. that selected <laughs> I don't know about that, but thanks for the vote of confidence. That's okay. No problem. So this is like episode 49, and we started this on 47, like you say, about the community. So anyone who hasn't listened to the episode, do you want to quickly remind people kind of how you got to Gen Con, what days you went on, kind of your traveling experience to get there? So Gen Con is four days. Four days. Yes. It's Thursday to Sunday. Right, that's the official thing. Technically, there's um, Wednesday is kind of a trade day. Okay, which so if you get a trade day badge, which costs a little more, um, it's reserved for librarians, teachers, and educators, and retailers, and it's a lot of the business side of you know. There's there's seminars that you participate in, so like there's no shopping, there's no I'm vendor about to say, hall. You can't or, you can't shop or vendor hall. No, there's no ticketed events. Yeah, it's more it's tr- trade it's, and deals and right engagement. Exactly. Um, but I, well, there and there's a couple of other things that we did get involved in on Wednesday. But my wife and I traveled on Tuesday, so we got there a day earlier, right? So we got four days, then we had Wednesday. That's five days, and we went in on Tuesday, so that's six days. But we decided to leave Monday morning, so that's seven days. See, so, so it's a long, it's yeah. quite a bit of uh, investment from, I guess, your holidays really or your work life schedule. It is, and for for my wife and I, this is like our vacation. So this is what we do, right? We take our vacation, and we do this. Um, and if you recall, and those who listened, uh, the week before Gen Con, Katie and I were in Washington D.C. for a work conference. And so we were there Monday through Saturday in D.C. Uh, so we flew there, did our work thing, flew home on Saturday, got home Saturday evening to massive weather and storms, spent the day on Sunday doing laundry, basically washing the clothes that we had packed for D.C. and then repacked it for Gen Con because like, we left Tuesday morning. So, yeah. Hectic lifestyle. It was, which is why we had kind of a, a hiatus on the podcast. I was busy traveling. You were busy holidaying with your family, so which worked out nicely. Um, so, so you, I guess everyone. I mean, how far was it for you to travel in? So for me, it's a three-hour drive. Yeah, 
uh, four hours, four hours because I'm in central time zone. Oh yeah. Indiana's in Eastern. Um, so, but it's a three hour drive. So that was easy enough. So it's very easy for us to do that. So we, we arrive about four o'clock in the afternoon, just in time to check into our hotel and uh, a hotel we stayed in for six nights and uh, parked the car, got situated, um, walked around. It was really cool. So you can walk around, you can go into the ICC, that's the Indiana Convention Center, um, which so I'll talk about when I say ICC, you'll now know what I'm talking about. Um, so you can walk around the concourses, which are public. You just can't go into any of the rooms or the halls or anything where all the exhibitors are setting up. So it's cool because you can see like pallets for Funko or uh, Fantasy Flight Games or Ravensburger and their Lorcana. Because that's where they, they have everything set up. And you can just yeah. walk and look at their stuff. And you can see like pallets with just empty junk, right? It's all the all the Ooh, getting ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was kind of interesting. And it's really quiet. So there's something kind of serene about it. Um, big thing this year was they were they're in the process of replacing the carpet in the concourse, right? And so Gen Con fans are really attached to the carpet that was previously there. There was all kind of like pe- people purchased. There was an auction months ago, and they they bought carpet square the actual carpet squares that were removed and then proceeded to make crafting items out of it keychains what were people paying for a tile do you know i do not know that okay what i do know is some that that carpet is gross that's been well worn well trodden well spilt upon and generally uh I really enjoyed the new carpet. The new carpet was beautiful. And it, it, because the old carpet was this burgundy and orange, the new carpet was a gray and it, it brightened up the hallways. So it felt larger, but Hey, you know what? Nostalgia is. It's a wonderful thing. It's part of the human condition. So it's pretty great. Um, there were people who made shirts or, uh, skirts or they made clothing out of fabrics that followed the pattern of the carpet. How cool is that? So now be clear, they did not make clothing out of the actual carpet. I was about to say squares. They, they recycled down the fabric to make thread. They went so they, they went and purchased found, yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. found yeah, they found the pattern. Um, there were some cool enamel pins that some vendors were selling in the shape of the carpet squares. That was cool. I'm like, all right, I, that I can get behind. The real carpet, no thank you. Yeah, no um, thank you. Uh, the other thing, Tuesday night, so taking advantage, uh, my wife and I had a lovely meal at this very nice Italian restaurant. Um, so, you know, and it was quiet. It was, you know, so we could sit at a table and play a card game like Fluttering Souls or something while we're waiting for yeah. our meal. Uh, go back to the hotel, enjoy the hot tub and the spa, and then, you know, get rested up for the next day. Gaming time. Yeah. But, as you recall, gaming doesn't start till Thursday. So now we wake up, it's Wednesday. So what does one do on a Wednesday? Play games? Um, A little bit. So 
my sister-in-law, her husband, and our nephew live an hour south. Right. Perfect. my nephew turned three in August. So this month, August, I don't, I'm not even going to, I'm going to get in trouble if I get it wrong. Yep. Uh, but he just turned three. He had not yet turned three at Gen Con. And so the plan was we were going to be there, hang out with him and my sister-in-law yeah, cool. during the day. So we went to the children's museum. Uh, we went to a local uh, cider restaurant and uh, had a flight of ciders and meal and that was so it was hanging out with family so that was that was fun uh and then we were dropped off at the consignment sale because this is something else that happens on wednesday if you're selling games at the consignment sale this is the time to drop them off yeah so we stood in line with everyone else had our big bags and totes of games that we were going to sell and waited in line and then finally we're processed. They took our games and then we were free to go back to the hotel, enjoy the spa and the hot tub and the swimming pool, play a few games, just kind of relax. But what we did was there was a group of us from the Instagram community that agreed to get together on Wednesday night for dinner. Brilliant. So, so we went to, it was called the punch bowl social is the name of the restaurant. Um, it has like a, a great bowl. Instagram account yeah. as well. Yeah. I know, right? Um, it has a bowling alley. You and I were talking offline before yeah, about, the meeting yeah, bowling, yeah. about bowling with your family. So there's a bowling alley in the restaurant. Um, and so a whole bunch of us got together and um, had a meal and got to visit. And this is our first time meeting each other uh, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, 926 Games, Brian Hoffman was there, who I met at Origins. Um, he was featured in our Origins episode. He did not. Uh, record a soundbite in episode 47 which was part one of gen con because he had gotten the con crud so he oh was dear. he was Stay not clear. feeling well yep so so yeah uh so that was good so a whole bunch of us i think there's about 10 or 15 of us hanging out um finished dinner went back to the lobby of our hotel played some games um and then called it a night. And then we started on Thursday morning, which was day one. It's a lovely build-up. It's like a pre, right. pre-gaming, pre bit of spa time, eating, drinking, Yep, not spending this too is, much money on games. Just get yourself exactly. nicely, nicely prepared. Yeah. And this is, the, um, this is what's great about Instagram, is that we can connect ahead of time and uh plan this so it's like we you know we're gonna get a core group of us are gonna get together and we're gonna we're gonna have a meal and then play games so that was really nice it was a good warm-up it was a good warm-up and then day one of gen con day one so over those over those four days i -hmm. guess you did some shopping you played some games you did some testing you hung out with people yep um what's the highlights on that i guess let's start with shopping shopping what was okay. the, what what stuff did you buy is it worth buying was it was it cheaper than if you just bought it from your local titan game store so it's really interesting um you have a lot of gen con exclusives so is it cheaper initially no but on sunday on the last day that's when the deals right yeah because because the vendors are looking to 
offload the remainder yeah, of their yeah, inventory yeah. Yeah. and and you can I be like if I give you 20 bucks in cash, we don't even have to do a credit card exchange. So you don't have to pay a fee, 20, you know, whatever, whatever the deal is. Um, and we and, did capitalize. And Gen Con exclusives, is that, is that like a different kind of box or is that an early release? What, what does exclusive mean? Um, sometimes it's a promo right. that you only receive at Gen Con. I mean, it, it's exclusive in that you can only get it at Gen Con. Right? Okay. It's mostly in the form of a promo card or um, artwork, or if you buy the game, you get a Gen Con exclusive, like an enamel pin with the game logo that you can't buy. You'd have to buy it in a second market. Yeah. Um, some of which we sent to you in the mail that I believe you did which receive. Which now arrived, and I have a bag yeah. of... I've given up my first pin badge to yep. the other Gareth today. So oh, they are now spreading their way across... UK. Thank you very much for my bag of goodies. Very, very yeah. enjoyable. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, you know, that was the other thing, too, is back to Wednesday night, we were all exchanging like our Instagram logoed stickers and buttons. I had a bunch of Meeple to Meeple stickers and buttons that I was giving everyone. Um, so, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So you see a lot of that. But um, the best deals are on Sunday. Um, but we had pre-ordered through Hache Games. That was Iki and the expansion Akibono. Mm -hmm. So that one we pre-ordered. Um, you have been talking about Iki for at least two years. Uh, we looked at it and we're like, I think we want to purchase this. Akibono was coming out and we're like, let's go ahead and get both. Just get both. And so we did. We pre-ordered the whole shebang. Um. We did that last year. We pre-ordered Brazil and Acropolis from Hache based on your recommendations at UK Games Expo. So basically, whatever, whatever I we, recommend for the Games we Expo, we pre-order. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. That's how that works. It's great. I love how UK Games Expo falls before Gen Con. That is so yeah. you're like, great. Yeah. What's the interesting other... is, I guess, is it, I guess it's maybe too close to Essen. I mean, there's a little bit of releases, but I mean, I'm not sure I'd be that. If someone said, oh, there's a promo or there's a sticker or badge, I'm not sure I'd part my money unless it was significantly cheaper. If it's just yeah. a few promos, the promos are probably not even game-changing. It might just be a promo of different art. Sometimes, um, yes, and sometimes, no. It really depends upon the game and the yeah, publisher. Yeah. So it's it's a whole gambit, right? You You've heard me describe Gen Con as being vast. And there's so many options, um, and that, and just in the vendor hall, so it really varies. Wow! I saw some photographs of people's halls. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, insane amounts of games. Um, so there's a game that we purchased um, at one point during Gen Con. I don't remember what day it is, so uh, I can tell the story now. It was um, Tara. Um, she is at Tara's tabletop on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Her daughter, who is 12 or 13, Eliana, she taught us That's Not a Hat by Ravensburger. It's this really cool party game, a lot of fun. We ended up buying three copies. We bought one for ourselves. We bought one for our boss and his family, and we bought another one. And um, it came with a promo like headband 
like a sweatband for your okay. brow. Yeah. That's, okay. So that's kind of a promo. You can't get anywhere. So it's not just yeah, a yeah. card. Sometimes it's gimmicky. It's, it's an accessory. It is an accessory. So that's an example of a good promo. Uh, that was a fun game. If you can get a copy, you should. It I, is. I, we played it at um, Craig's. Yeah. Um, PimpCon. I think it's Marie had it. And I was, I don't know I even got a go because it kept going round the table and didn't get yeah. to me. And then I lost because I didn't even get a chance. Yep. Yeah. I find it, I mean, it's quite, it's quite a brain frying. We're trying to keep up with oh, yeah. where the cards have gone. But yes, that's yep. not a hat. Highly recommended yes, from both of us. It was soon. absolutely. Um, and then we, um, we, we bought Stool Pigeon by Barrel Age Games. Yep. Caleb talked 49. about that. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, I knew that it was going to be released, so we picked up Next Station Tokyo. Uh, Next Station London was such a hit, had to yeah. get Tokyo, so we Good picked choice. up Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's some impulse buys, right? Like we bought Rome in a day. Um, so we're like, okay, that looks yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen that and around around on Instagram. I haven't really investigated it. It's looks, a, it's a it fun little good. little little tile placement. Um, but then the beauty of if you go back to I guess it's episode thirty eight or thirty nine. I don't know what it was. It was the Geekway to the West episode. One of the beauties of Geekway being early in May is we got to play a lot of games, so we knew what we wanted to purchase. Yeah, right. And then we get UK Games Expo with your recommendations. So whatever you recommend, we pre-order. Whatever we play to Geekway, we're like, if we're going to buy it, we'll buy we'll it buy at Gen it Con. Yeah. Uh, Mele nice. Fiori was a game that we bought at um, and and Bamboo. So Mele Fiori and Bamboo, we both played a Geekway. We purchased them at Gen Con. Um, and then some impulse buys on Sunday that we're just really were linked to is a cooperative trivia game. That's really interesting. We didn't know how it was going to work out. Link to, L-I-N-K-T-O. Yeah. Um, they've got a travel version. They've got a food version. You have a series of cards, and you have these trivia questions, and we have to cooperatively, you know, figure out what question goes with what card, and then at the very end, we find out if we're right, and then you uh, mm-hmm. you can then you can try it again, and it, the levels increase up to five. It's really cool. It's cool. Um, and then Deadly Dowagers was the last impulse purchase on Sunday. We're walking the vendor hall. We're like, ah, oh. they had one copy left. And they're like, you could have it for, because it was their copy that they were demoing, like, on the counter. So it's like they sell out, and they're like, well, this is our last copy. You can have it for a considerable discount, because it's been open. So, so yeah, there's a wild variety of, deals in terms of shopping across the four days um and then we got star trek discovery black alert by whiz okay. games that was free the designers gave us a copy to i mean they're trying to promote it it's their new game and they yeah. you know as part of the content creators are like well here's a copy play it let us know what you like and they asked us kindly to plug the game and you know once we get a chance to play it we will so so yeah, so that's kind of the shopping aspect. There's a lot of shopping. There's a lot of shopping. And what was your what was the game of the show? Even played, demoed, tested. Is there anything that you went this or the best gaming experience? That's a better question. That is a better question because the game of Gen Con was Disney's Lorcana. Yeah. Which I'm not gonna talk about. Meh. <laughs> we avoided the crowds yeah. of Lorcana. I'm no um, interest at all. Maybe I should you know, but... 
So, yeah. um, the, I don't know. I mean, you know, the thing is, is we would go to the vendor hall during the day. Well, let's back up. We would play test. That's how our day began. Every single day was a play test session. Then we'd go to the vendor hall. Then we go back to the play test. The play tests were booked in advance. Right. So you had to book. I think you said these before, are, these yeah. are ticketed events. They're free, but they're ticketed events. So you have to, you know, schedule them in advance. So it was play test for two hours, go to the vendor hall for four hours, grab some lunch, play test for two hours, then go to open gaming and just play with people all night. So that that's the schedule per day. Right? And out of those plays was was did you book play testing just for the mornings? Is that kind of how you scheduled your day, or could you go anytime? Yes. No, you, you can because if they need playtesters, they'll just pull yeah. you. They'll pull you okay. in. But we have discovered after all these years, um, the 10 a.m. is when the vendor hall opens, and there's the the rushing of the nerds, as they call it, into the vendor hall at 10 a.m. I have no interest in being involved in a massive rush of humans into a small confined space. Um, so the beauty is we go to play test at 8 a.m., right? So from wow. 8 to, yeah, 8 to Good 10 a.m. I wouldn't even be um, up. Oh, no. You, no. Yeah, we're up. We're up and ready to go. We're up at 8 6. So, so, you, so your advice would be if you don't want the latest crazy card game, you do some chilled out play testing, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Through to once 10 a.m. Yeah, 8 and to then, 10 a.m. And then wander into the crowds. Yeah, because the beauty is you play like test it. a game and then you walk out and you walk down the concourse and you just walk, walk right in. into walk in and there's no crowd and it's great. Um, so we do that every day and then we do another play test. I think what we're going to do is we're actually going to schedule next year and in the future an 8 to 10 followed by a 10 to 12. We're just going to do all our play testing in the morning. Get up to lunch and then do your yeah. calls in the afternoon. Right. And then we're free to free to game with people. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Um, and that seems to serve as well. Highlights for play testing? Um, so we play tested five games. Uh, Time Lancers by Party Tales. We heard from them. Yep. Chef's Table by Tunnel Monster. We, uh, we heard uh, from, from them. them. In the Stars by Tate Wu. We heard from I him. Say, I think that was my... I'm really intrigued by that one. I need to see more. Uh, there's another one called Kelp, which will be coming out uh, on Kickstarter, I believe, in December. Kelp is uh, a two-player game. I think I mentioned this about the shark and the octopus. Did I tell yeah. the story? Yeah. And then we played a game called Emissary, which is early. It is so early in development. Um, but what's cool is we got to play test emissary with, uh, Eric and his son, Carter, I believe his name is Carter. So Eric and Carter, when we get there at eight in the morning, we usually get there about seven 30, Eric and Carter are always there before us. And they always get slots. Number one and two, <laughs> and Katie and I are religiously slot three and four. Um, <laughs> uh, this matters because once you, when they call your numbers, you get first choice of what's available to play test, right? Oh, so it's um, not like you don't actually just book a play test slot at, with a game. Yeah. You have, you, uh, yes. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So that, and that's just how they manage the crowd, right? And 
no one no one misses out. Everyone's going to play test. Uh, but we're religiously three and four. So it's really funny. We do this every year. This has been three years now. Uh, we get there at 730 and Eric and Carter are standing there waiting. And we, you know, we've never talked to them. How early do you of, need to get there to get number one and two? Um, seven fifteen to seven twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we get to see them every year and they're always there. And we do this without scheduling it. Yeah. This year we finally exchanged contact information so that we can keep in touch with them throughout the course of the year. Um, Next year you've got to get one and two. Well, the beauty is that on Saturday, Eric and Carter did not play test. Ooh. So we got you, slots you, one and two. Uh, in that case, mission accomplished. Yes, it, we got it. But we have to beat them. Like, that's the challenge. Yeah. We the have to get there, slots though. one and two before them. And we'll try that next year. So, Eric and Carter, if you guys are listening, yeah, we're gunning, we're gunning for you next We're coming year. for you. Yeah. Um, chef, uh, chef's table was probably the highlight. We okay. really enjoyed that. Yeah, this sounds really good. So that was that was cool. Um, and that's kind of Thursday. We we got to play a bunch of games. Um, we played distilled with uh, tabletop vibes. Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to play. God, we we played so many games. It was just a lot of fun. Um and met so many of the Instagram community. That was really amazing. I really enjoyed that. The beauty of the hotel we stayed at is that it's connected to the ICC via Skybridge. So my wife, who is more of an introvert than I am, and is by 8 o'clock, she's winding down for the day. I'm starting to ramp up, right? I'm like, let's start gaming. And so she can walk back to the hotel without having to go outside on the street level. And as she's walking back, if she's walking with anyone, uh, they're all Jen Connors. So I feel, I feel safe knowing that she's secure in her walk back to the hotel so that I can, I can be me and do have my experience. She can go back to the hotel and relax, go to the hot tub, sit in front of the TV, take a long shower, whatever it is that she wants to do to unwind in the evening. And that's really nice because it caters to our two different personalities. Uh, I could stay out till 2 a.m. playing with everybody, playing games and whatnot, and she can relax. And uh, we could both be secure in that knowledge of where we are. So that's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Have you got any any stories, any, any particular I, highlights? You know, so one was we met with, uh, we met with Kristen Mott, and I think I told this story, so I'll be brief. We met with her, and uh, this is the designer of Dinosaur Exhibit. And um, she was so kind enough to work with our boss, who's got six kids at home. And she was she autographed a, uh, a game and gave it to us, and we got to meet with her, and that was a that was a lot of fun. Um, learning that's not a hat was great with um, Tara and her daughter. And then Brian at Running Board Gamer on Instagram taught us the black box version of Glory to Rome. That was a really great experience. Beautiful as game. Well, um, Saturday night was the CGE content creator night. Basically, um, it was all these content creators and game designers just hanging out. Um, we played Lost Ruins, Lost Ruins of Arnak. You heard that story a lot in episode forty-seven. 
Um, it was me and Brian running board game. That's gamer. right. Yeah. Meeple Mike and board game angel. Um, and we kept getting interrupted because we were, kept, you know, meeting people for the first time and hanging out. Um, so yeah, that, that was an, that was a highlight as well was Saturday night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was my late night. That was from like 3 a.m. Good work. Before I got home. Yeah. I'm getting old, and man. Did you, I don't, did you get I don't back do that much. For, for 8.30? Yes. Of wow. course I did. Of course I did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the beauty of doing the early morning is while all the crazy youngsters have been gaming until 5 a.m. and they're in a sleep, you have the run of the city and the convention. <laughs> At six o'clock in the morning, you can get breakfast and coffee wherever you want to. I know where all the good breakfast spots are. Um, no point in sharing them because nobody's going to get up because they're all going to be no, sleeping yeah. in. Um, and I don't want to give away all my secrets. Um, so, yeah, we get coffee and breakfast and then we can just casually head and avoid the crowd. The crowd is what you want to avoid the most. You don't just being packed in like sardines. Um the there's a lot of food trucks at Gen Con and they're normally on Georgia street, but due to construction, they moved between Lucas oil stadium and the ICC is South street. So they moved there, which now that they've done the move, we're hoping they stay there forever. Okay. Just more uh, convenient. Is it much more convenient? Yeah. Um, more access to seating. There's a lot of picnic tables. It's larger. You're not packed in. Um, yeah, I hope it stays there because nice. that that makes sense, you know. So yeah, um, you said that, um, that Katie was less of a extrovert or more of an introvert. What would Katie say her favorite things or the games of the con? If I was to ask her, she would say that play testing in the morning. Like, I think her favorite activity at Gen Con is the play testing because you get to see games in development. Um, she was really excited because we got to play test Time Lancers. She play tested it last year. So this was her second time. So she got to see the evolution yeah, and changes. No, quite exciting. Um, so I asked her that question and she said that was her, that's her favorite thing about Gen Con as a whole. And I was like, well, if Gareth were to ask, which what I have favorite. Well, no. If Gareth were to ask, "What was your favorite game we play tested?" Oh, okay. Would you like, I that. Yeah. Do you want to ask that? Why don't you go ahead and ask me what, that? What was Katie's favorite game that she play tested? That she um, play tested at Gen Con. Yeah, that is a great question. Jane. Between seven thirty you... and ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked me that. She said Chef's Table was probably her favorite experience this year. Um, while she enjoyed Time Lancers. She was like chef's table. That is the really, everyone, everyone listening. That is the game to watch. The hotness from, from Tunnel Monster. Um, it is a cooperative dice placement game where you're working in a kitchen. So, chef's table. Chef's table. Katie's yeah. number one hotness. Katie's from number Gen one. Con 2023. So the other unique thing about the exhibit halls that we didn't even talk about, and I know we've hit over our thirty minutes, but we're gonna. It doesn't I'm matter. Gonna, the Jenko on. ones are a little bit special. They are. They really are. And that's the demos, right? So um, Happy Meeples had reached out. We talked before Gen Con. This was their first. Um, and they were like, you know, they didn't sign up for any events. And I'm like, what do we do? What do I expect? So if you've never been to Gen Con, like you haven't, 
Garrett. I know. Um, or Essen. I know. Yeah. You don't have to do events. You could spend every day in the vendor hall. Um, because almost every exhibitor hall uh, vendor, they'll do demos where you can sit down at the table and demo a game and play a round or two. And um, we did get to do some of those. And unfortunately, of all the ones we demoed, none of them were available. They will be soon. So, um, and I want to tell so, you about so, a So these are finished games, but they're, so not play tested, they're, they're done. Right. And in theory, they're either to purchase or soon to be purchased yes. or soon to be released. Yes. So what, 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 was, what were some of the highlights? So uh, Ticket to Ride Legacy. Did you get to play that? Without we, ruining it, or yeah. So what they do is they demo. Um, they have the game set up as if as if you had just bought the game. Okay, so it's, it's game one. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool because unlike all the other ticket to rides, you are representing a company. I am intrigued that, by this that owns this, a rail line. This feels like a purchase. It's also uh, one of the things that stood out for us during the demo of Ticket to Ride legacy is you can uh claim a route you know putting your trains down normally and you know how if you do that that's it well there is a i think it's if you if you claim a colored route that matches the color of your company you get to draw a card so that's kind of cool is that i can claim a route and draw a train card and i'm like i like that so we're definitely, we've decided, we were on the fence uh, watching all the videos of our good friend Dennis, Ordinary Board Gamer. We know how he feels about Ticket to Ride. but I think it's his favorite game. I think it is, right? <laughs> um, but he got a copy of Legacy, an advanced copy, and just I really enjoyed, really enjoyed yeah. his videos. Um, Katie and I were on the fence, and after the demo, we're going to buy it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be worthy. Yeah, Absolutely. It's a purchase. So that was the first one. The okay. second, the second demo was Takedo Duo. This is the two-player version of Takedo. Yep. And I guess it's been. I guess it's been. It was released. If you look at Board Game Geek, it says a 2022, but I don't think it's been released yeah. in the US. I think it might have been over here. I think it's yes. been released. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've got so, the. I've got the original. I've not tried the duo. I'm not, yeah, I, we also have Tokaido. Yeah. We really enjoy it. Uh, the two player is so much better. It's so much better. Uh, because if I had to look this up, cause it's so cool. So you have a pilgrim who visits the temples and the forests and the seashores and hot springs, but then you have a merchant, which, so these are all different meeples that you control and the, the merchant crafts things and makes handmade items and then you have an artist who does the painting of the uh the panoramas so you have three different uh meeples that move across and that's kind of cool mm -hmm. right so uh takaido duo we're really looking forward to that from fun forge games mm -hmm. um we saw patrician by calliope games we got a demo of mist wind which Seems to be really popular. Um, to be honest, it wasn't that impressive, and I can't even tell you why because I've already forgotten it. Like it was, it was so underwhelming that 
I don't yeah. even remember the, I don't if, remember the if, details. Even the box looks a bit. It's not out, it says yeah. it's out till 2024. Build efficient yeah. trade route networks yep. with your transport whales and outposts. And it's the the yeah. whales are cool, but the game the gameplay yeah. just kind of board looks quite pretty, but it is yeah, a the beautiful box, game. I mean, if a game was based on the art, I'd be skipping it already. But yeah, um, it we right. we did see designs. a Marine World expansion for Arc Nova, which looks okay. yeah, it looks you got got me interested again. Oh yeah, it's really good. Um, we also saw a demo for the first time of Luthier by you, Paverson Games. How'd you spell that? L-U-T-H-I-E-R. Luthier. Okay, so this is Paverson Games are the guys who brought you Distilled. Mm. And Luthier is you are creating um, musical instruments. This game looks like, okay, visually, immediately the first thing Katie and I thought was Rococo. Uh, this was at the expo, but it, but I couldn't get near it. Okay. It was not at Origins. It was at Gen Con, and they were mm-hmm. showing it off. Um, so Rococo came to mind in terms of design. It looks awesome, but I just couldn't get uh, you know, to talk to somebody about it's, it. It's, it's fantastic, and I highly suggest people really look at this game. If you haven't bought Distilled and played Distilled, you should, because that's a solid game. Bring that into this musical instrument construction and selling. Oh, magical, magical. So Luthier. alcohol and music is the combined ultimate game. Yeah, it is. Okay. Any um, other de- any other demos? Yeah, we demoed Empire's End. Empire's which, End, which turned out to be really cool. Um, we didn't have a lot of expectations. We weren't sure what to expect. We were like, you know, we're going to go ahead and give it a try. It's a civilization um, game, is it? It is a civilization game, but it's the end of a civilization. So we're constantly being um, attacked by barbarians. And each round you auction to avoid being attacked. But at some point, as you put your resources in the pile to avoid by allowing the attack to go through and attack your civilization, you get all the resources that people have put it's into nice. the pile. So yeah, it is it, nice. it's, it's a, it's a unique uh, experience. We really enjoyed that. Um, the last game that we, we didn't demo it, but we got to watch a demo of it. And that was queen by midnight. Beautiful game. But the problem is that it's three player. And so, Three player and three player only. No, it's, oh, it's I think it's three, oh, yeah, three to six, three to six, three to six. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a problem. We need the two player. And so um, we kind of gave a pass this is on a pretty, that. Very but pretty. It's, it's very cool. Our good friend, Jerry, tabletop worldwide on Instagram. He got a copy of it. Uh, he was really jazzed. Um, and so that was, that was cool. And then I realized I'm forgetting one last thing. I'm staring at it right in front of me right now on the shelf. And that's, I was able to purchase a copy of Fortress America. It was 1987 by Milton Bradley, the old vintage game that I purchased at the consignment sale. And uh, we played that last weekend. And God, that was, you want to talk about nostalgia? Oh, (laughs) Oh, man, that took me back. And I really enjoyed that. That was fun. That was fun. 
So if you could sum up Gen Con in five words. Oh, and you haven't done your Game of the Expo yet. We'll do that at the same time. So it's your gaming highlight of the Expo. My gaming highlight of the Expo. My gaming highlight, like my favorite game that I played with someone. No, just the gaming, gaming to playing with people, playing games. Oh, I mean, um, I I really come back to that's not a hat. That was there were like eight of us around a table, and um, that was just so much fun. Uh, although I would say that hanging out with Matthias, the evil jerk gamer, and Brian, nine to six games, um, appropriate finding a table to play at <laughs> that may be of questionable origins <laughs> i'm not gonna say anymore um but uh making room for our people to play in the so hotel you, yeah sometimes you gotta make your own space right sometimes sometimes you do uh space sometimes at a premium acquire conference rooms which happened in the past at our expos we just oh yeah you know this room is now ours and you yeah. know Exactly. And exactly. then how would you summarize your Gen Con seven day trip? And you want you want five, five words. words. Five words. Five of your best words as well. Ah, well, okay. So there, there's two of them and one of them is not mine. So I'm going to give you the, because t- the tagline for Gen Con is five words. The best four days in gaming is, and that's not mine. That's Gen Con's. I would have to say. Gen Con is so very vast. Gen nice. Con is so very vast. I need to go. Need to you get do. a trip. Need to get a trip. You do. You need to go. You need to come spend a week with me. Or we and need to we'll both just... go to Essen. Ooh. But needs, Ooh. yeah, my work diary, I have to sort my work diary out because every year it clashes with something that we do. And this it's, year I told them to, I told them to avoid it. And yes, again, they, and booked. they scheduled something. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. It's my understanding that Essen is really focused on like the industry and yes, the industry, sales. But then if it's, we'll, we'll just get an Airbnb and then we'll play the games. Okay. With some other people. That's okay. We need. We need to plan I love that. It. Maybe I love that's it. your European tour. Mm. um it's good so that's yeah. the end of gen con next week is episode 50 50 the we are five, going to turn the big zero. wow it's, old, it's older than us oh, and it is it is it older is. than us wow we're close it's, though we are right then so with that uh thank you uh Thank you. I'm about to say thank you, Gen Con. <laughs> thank, thank you, Gen you, PJ. Con. Thank you, Gen Con, for providing PJ and all of our friends across the community, Instagram community, yes. and uh, I guess the industry on such an entertaining uh, three epic episodes. Yes. Um, if anyone's got any questions, anyone's got any highlights, please do share. Love hearing about um, your own experiences at conventions. And with that, PJ, the episode was about you. Let you say the final words. Gen Con is so very vast. It took us three episodes to tell the entire story. Thanks everyone for listening. Please subscribe. And as always, we love to hear your thoughts and ideas. So make sure to leave those in the comments. And don't forget, you can also chat with us both on Instagram at Meeple to Meeple.